Hello and welcome to another edition of the SGR Coffee Break. We have a totes metal episode for you today. Yes, I am Chris and with me is my bae, Carrie. You're so fired. And with that, we would like to remind you, don't be a dick on the internet. Great podcast. God. For those that don't know, if you ever want to just make Carrie really like you, use totes. Uh, say that shit is really metal and uh, that she's your bae. There's one more in there, but I, I don't remember what it is offhand. And I'm not going to say it. And she's obviously not going to say it because she's it's totes okay. My goat's like my that. friend. That is a pretty metal goat. He's got a Velcro tongue. So we can stick to things. If you played Goat Simulator, Simulator you'd, you'd understand. understand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. They even, like, made a butt on him. Well, that's, uh, that's how, how nice is that? <laughs> oh, your goat has an ass. Okay. Either that or it's a, oh, no, I don't want to say it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Let's keep it R-rated. Let's keep it R-rated. Oh. Just gonna sit here and drink my coffee. Yeah. Well, we do have an episode for you today. Uh, the internet is ablaze. Actually, the internet is always ablaze because everybody wants to burn it down. So there you go. That's why I stop being mean. Stop being a dick. Be happy for once. Christ. Anyway, Nintendo had some announcements going on this morning. Kind of caught a little bit of it. Uh, Carrie's actually done a little bit more on this. I just saw people hating back and forth, and then I saw a bunch of the uh, jokes, like, this is what Nintendo's going to do at E3 kind of thing. I don't know. Like, I've actually had some really good conversations with people we're talking back and forth, because, like, I'm not being anti-Nintendo on this. I'm just wondering, what are they doing? Because um, I honestly don't know. And basically, like, here is the, pre the the press release that I got. Yes. I feel like I'm like Dr. Evil. <laughs> yeah, yep. um, like the um, actually he really is super soft. Um, so what, what Nintendo has has announced is that they have confirmed that the NX console is a thing. And it's going to release March 2017. That's actually really, really huge news. And by the way, that Legend of Zelda game we've all been dying to, to learn more about that's going to be cross-platform for the nx and the wii u which i think everybody called yeah pretty it, much when it, when it was first when it was, not when it was first delayed but then when the nx was leaked and it's like hmm delay leak i bet this is going to be like twilight princess um <clears throat> so if it is like twilight princess then i'm going to say buy it on the wii u <laughs> because it's probably nx port less like twilight princess was a wii port so, um, anyway, so you got that, and then they talked about E3. Now, uh, Nintendo's had a really interesting stance about E3 over the last few years and that they just kind of aren't there. I mean, they have a booth. They still have their mega booth and everything, but they haven't had a major press conference. They do the Nintendo Direct presentations instead. So this year, they said that only, they're probably going to do a Nintendo Direct. They did not talk about a press, press conference, but... They said that there's only going to be one game that they're showing this year at E3, and that is Zelda. Not only that, but it's Zelda on the Wii U. The NX will not be at E3. 
So you have a brand new console that's releasing in March 2017, so you're already missing the holiday window, which is what Nintendo usually banks on every year. They're not even going to have like a big holiday release because the Wii U's, I guess, on its way out. No one's going to buy this console now. Uh, at least I'm going to tell people don't buy it because there's another one coming. Um, so they're going to miss that. They only have one game at E3, and, the, and it's not even going to be on the new console. So we're not going to know anything about the new console at E3. So either that's they're just sticking their you know thumbs out at, at E3, or I don't know. <laughs> it's I it's weird. It, it it is so weird. And as some people have been pointing out on Twitter. The E3 is not just about, you know, the press coming in and the publishers talking to the press to talk to the consumers. It's also the way, it's also a big trade show for the publishers to talk to retailers. And Nintendo's not even going to be there with the NX to talk to retailers? Yeah. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah, I just saw a bold claim, and I forget where it was from. It was on Facebook, I do believe, that uh, Nintendo going up against, uh, they, they made a comment about the like what we talked about last week with the uh, PlayStation Neo, and now you got that Xbox One Plus Two or whatever it is, X Xbox One. Xbox squared. One Two. Yeah, the Xbox One Squared. But uh, apparently Nintendo's like, yeah, we'll see your 4K. Yeah, we'll see it. And I'm like, you can't. If that's actually a quote from somebody in Nintendo, you can't boast that without being like, here's some of the specs for our new console. Did they say that? Yeah. I forget where it was at. I saw it like an hour ago. Okay, that's big talk from a company that's not even going to have the the NX. And for like they already have a release date set, for, not a date, but they have a release window set, and they don't. Yeah, it's not going to be at E3, and they're calling Sony out on shit, and Sony hasn't even confirmed anything is in the works. Yeah, and it in a go after the 4K thing, especially when your last two consoles have been so underpowered, right? So, I mean, the Wii was not, I mean, as far as horsepower, it wasn't that great. People jumped on that because it was like a new gaming experience. There's a bunch of stuff there. The Wii U had marketing identity problems. It's probably why nobody bought it. It's why it was hemorrhaging money. It's why Nintendo is losing money at the current moment. I mean, they haven't raked in cash since the initial launch of the Wii. The uh, 3DS is what's keeping them alive. Yeah. and To be honest. It is. But I guess there have been. I mean, Fire Emblem came out. Uh, I guess you can call it Bravely Def Second, whatever. Bravely Second. So you got that too, but... I mean, how long can they really go? And now they're starting to move stuff over. We just saw that uh, Fire Emblem and... Uh, Animal Crossing slash Farmville because it was Farmville before Farmville on Facebook was a Farmville thing. But uh, it was announced that those are coming out on iOS and Android. Yes, because the Mitomo app was super successful. And I have to say, when I was at PAX East this last weekend, um, I heard the Mitomo thing go off like crazy. Like, I have not put it on my, my new phone because it was such a battery drain. So I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Um, so if anyone's tried to friend me on there and haven't friended you back, that's why I haven't installed it on my new phone. But um, 
So, and did did you ever get the Matomo app? Nope. Did you play with it at all? Okay, so when you get a little, so it has like its own little alert. I swear to God, it sounds like your phone is sneezing. So that's like what I would hear everywhere. Like it would scare me. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's like my phone just sneezed. Oh no, it's the Matomo app. <laughs> oh. So this was the kerfuffle all morning long. Is people going back and forth? I mean, we all, I mean, we basically already knew that Zelda's going to be cross-platform, so that really... Well, we didn't know. We assumed. assumed. But, I mean, it's not big news. But, I don't know. To have have it only be playable on the Wii U, I, I'm wondering if, because they're going to, they'll probably do their Nintendo Direct like they've done the last two, three years at E3 now. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of like here we can finally see what the Nintendo NX looks like maybe get some sort of idea of what it is and this is all just to be like here's what you're currently playing on the show floor and here's what it's going to look like on the NX Even if they might do that in the Nintendo uh, like you said in the Nintendo Direct but they said they're going to have a big reveal event later in the year so I'm going to say probably not yeah they may not even have a Nintendo Direct presentation. If all they have is Zelda at the E3 floor, if they have a Nintendo Direct, is that going to be like the rest of the year's lineup? And then that's just going to have to be just for the 3DS because they've pretty much already, you know, signed the death certificate on the Wii U with, with the NX. The, the, the death certificate for the Wii U was signed the moment they released that thing, calling it the Wii okay. U. Okay, <laughs> no, it was printed out. Now it's been signed. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't... I'm not getting where Nintendo's going with this. I mean, they're not driving up hype at this current moment. All they've done is said that they were going to release it, which proves the GameSpot article that I saw yesterday. Was it GameSpot? I forget the article, but it was like Game um, uh, GameStop was claiming that we were going to see the NX release this year because Nintendo is, you know, kind of on their way out. Mm-hmm. So now we know that's coming out next year, but we have no specs. We don't even know what it looks like. We have no idea what the controls are going to be like. Well, technically they're correct because March 2017 will be the end of the 2016 fiscal year. So that may be what they were... The private GameStop has told us that it's coming at the end of 2016. They meant the fiscal year. They interpreted it to be calendar year. So that could be but, what it is. I, I don't know. It's just... Uh, like, I'm wondering, like, either this is a big snub against E3, or they are really, they are putting all of their eggs in the Zelda basket. Like, it I, almost feels like this is, like, their last, like, we're begging you. Like, this is their last chance. Zelda's going to be awesome. Well, of course Zelda's going to be awesome. But, but I don't think it's going to move NX units. It might for people who don't already own a Wii U. Might. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not drumming up hype. So, at this current moment... You're not doing that. I wonder if their big reveal is going to come in sometime around the holiday rush to try to drum people up to be like, oh, I should hold off, which we all know as Americans, we just throw our money away because we don't care. So it's not really going to stop anybody from going, I'll hold off on that PlayStation f- for Elite Edition and you know, just wait until the NX comes out because it sounds awesome. And, you know, mm-hmm. Nintendo has been so gimmicky with all their controls lately. It's really driven a lot of people off. Uh, if you're not releasing this information at the current moment, you're not giving third-party developers any time to get you know, some sort of launch library built up. 
just it's like Nintendo doesn't care about third party support. And you know, the crazy thing from reading um, the book Console Wars, which I had to put down because it's just so massive, but you read like their history, it's not that they've never cared about third party support, they are just so weird about third party support. They are so weird about things that are not 100% under their control at, at all times. And they were that way from back in the 80s. Yeah, I remember that. Uh... You always had to look for that Nintendo gold seal on your cartridges because it was always a big thing because they were just like, it had to pass Nintendo's. Well, because there's a, the cool thing about those books that explain why, because they were so afraid of E.T., of what happened with Atari. What <laughs> basically killed Atari was, you know, people just putting out these cartridges without, you know, the uh, bunch of quality assurance. And Nintendo's like, no, this has our quality seal of approval to show that we definitely this is not a, this is not a broken game that was the mentality behind that and as you know a lot of things that happen in our society you come off of something as a good idea and it ends up becoming this monster uh kind of a uh, power power hungry move but in the end if you're thinking if you, we think back on how launches go right that library is what sells a launch. It's not just new hardware. You can't just launch the NX with one title and expect people to jump all over that because like, I know you and I both kind of share the same thing. There's gotta be a couple games that we really want to have before we invest in that console now because consoles mm -hmm. are just getting stupidly expensive. So if they're not even sharing that, or maybe they, maybe they have, maybe they have shared out some sort of information with some select third parties. So that way they can get some sort of launch lineup. But I have a hard time believing that Nintendo's going to be like, here's an NX and here's Zelda and have at it. This is the only game that we have. I mean, at least... Tell you what, I'm going to buy it on the Wii U. Yeah, I'm not... To me, this isn't... So far from what I've... I mean, what we've been privy to understand is it's not worth the... It's not even worth getting hyped up about. In fact, if you got nothing to show, I have a feeling that, that most of this is just going to fall off on the wayside until whenever they announce I mean, their big date. Let me look this up, because the Wii obviously had a very successful launch lineup. Let me look and see what, their, what the original Wii launch lineup was, because I know Zelda was, was on there, for sure. Um, let's see, so at the, Le at the Wii launch, <clears throat> they actually had a pretty, I'm looking at this list now, it says it's a pretty good um, list of games. Uh, so you got Call of Duty 3, which didn't use it very well, but it, um, but still it was there. Yeah. Um, Elibits, which was actually very, a weird game, very, yeah. very Japanese, but it was fun. Excite Truck, which my husband loved. <laughs> Absolutely loved that game. He played that game for hours on end. Um, let's see what else. I'm not going to count the shovelware stuff. Not shovelware, but a oh, Rampage Total, Total Destruction, which... I love Rampage, so I enjoyed it. Red Steel, which a lot of people liked. Yep. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Uh, Warrior, WarioWare, and then Wii Play and Wii Sports, which Wii Sports was huge. Um, so, I mean, that's a solid... Lettuce, that's the lineup that, that you need. Yeah. And they had all that... I mean, they had such a hype train. I mean, the Nintendo on the Wii kind of had a whole lot of stuff going for it. You had a decent lineup of games coming out when it first came out. You had uh, this new Fendangled, like the, their controller, you know, people were actually getting into that. 
although albeit chucking it through their TVs. Mm -hmm. I still remember those. Uh, but it was also cheaper than the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 at the time. It was like $150 cheaper, something like that. Yes. And it was, and it was yeah. I mean, where the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 were both really big boxes, the Wii was tiny. It was very... Yeah, I'm looking at this, and the release price was $250. That's, and I think that the Xbox 360 and... The Xbox, okay, then I got the PlayStation 3 because that was insane. Xbox 360 launch price, I believe, was 400 yeah. And the PS3 started out as between 600 and 700 And I think I bought it when it was on sale at Best Buy for, you know, the bargain price of $500. I, I didn't pick mine up until it was, I think, 400 when we finally got and that's when I should have because I got some titles that I really wanted that sounded really good for the PS3 and then they really weren't like yeah. Heavenly Sword um, and a couple of other things and then I just never really fell in love with the PS3 and then I got my Xbox 360 as a gift uh, about a year later and that's what I that ended up taking over yep. the whole generation the 360 era now we're on the mm -hmm. PS4 era but yeah I don't I really hope that they're they got something. I really hope that they got some sort of third party. Maybe there's another title or two that we are not privy to. I mean, let's face it, a Mario game would push would help push this a little bit. Uh, maybe a Pokémon tournament too, because I know Pokémon tournament is a pretty popular thing on the FGC right now. So oh, yeah. Starting to be a thing. So maybe they have a Pokémon tournament too coming out. That's an NX yeah, exclusive. My, my son really, really wants that game. Yeah, it's a it's pretty pretty big in the FGC right now. Started to see some tournaments for it, so that's cool. But I mean, with nothing else, this is like the worst. Maybe they're just they did this just to be like, okay, yeah, there's rumors out there. Let's address the rumors and be done with it. But this is like the worst way to announce a console. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, if Sony did this, I it would crush them. Although they there's been rumors that PlayStation 4 is the end of the PlayStation line. There's not going to be a PlayStation 5, so... But that's just rumor. Don't take it for, for realsies. Don't go run with that, please. Yeah. <laughs> we don't but, know. But, I mean, if you think about it, if Sony or Microsoft was like, oh yeah, we have another console coming out. Cool. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. But, yeah. I mean, there's nothing for... For retailers to get excited about uh, it's just paper at this point there's nothing for publishers and developers to get excited about because who knows if they got their hands on it yet right and you have one game coming out so consumers really don't have anything to get excited about either because it's one game that we know of and it comes out at spring break time you know and i mean At their big unveiling event, which I assume is going to happen around Tokyo Game Show time, that's what I assume, they may unveil this huge launch lineup. And But, but I bet it's going to be all first-party support. Um, I don't, I mean, because I was talking to someone earlier because they were saying, well, you know, Nintendo didn't do anything for third-party support. I'm like, well, that's not entirely true. The Wii U had great third-party support. Um, I mean... A lot of games, a lot of companies were like, oh yeah, we're going to port this over, which was kind of not really fair to Nintendo because the games had been out for about a year, so who cared at that point? But I know they did that just to see um, 
how it was going to go, but then Ubisoft was like, oh no, we see the power in this and we are all in, and they came out with Zombie U, and they were going to, in a few months later, have uh, Rayman Origins. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then the install base was so bad that Ubisoft kind of backtracked. Yeah, we saw Rayman on like every platform but the Wii U. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it's on the Wii U, but like it, but but it, they withheld the Wii U version until they completed the PS3 and Xbox 360 version, which made a lot of Wii U owners mad, because I know actually quite a few of them that bought it and they were looking forward to Rayman Origins, but that was just it was a that was another matter of you know the um, install base was not there. Now, why was the install base not there? It could have been there. Be, I think part of it was because of the poor the naming and the marketing for it. A lot of people were, were very, very confused. How I, like, I think I said this last week that, you know, I talked to my church and they a lot of them didn't even know there was a difference between the Wii and the Wii U because um, they never fully explained that. And um, I think that Nintendo, they misunderstood their audience when the Wii just sold, like, you know, hotcakes, that they assumed that that, meant that that was all hardcore gamers and that they would be willing to buy another. No, that was a lot of families who probably don't buy very many consoles or, um, like, I know, like, a lot of adults bought it because they like, you know, doing the Wii bowling and, and stuff like that, but that was all they were going to do. They were not interested in, you know, getting a new console, like, every two to three years, so they totally misinterpreted their audience. Yeah as well. I mean, I don't hate the Wii U at, at all. Um, I think it's, you know, I think it's, it's a good piece of hardware. I enjoy the gamepad. I really love the fact that the gamepad that I can play, you know, a console game either on the TV or, or on yeah. the gamepad so that my, you know, family can still watch TV when I'm working on Twilight Princess. And I also like the other idea of, of the gamepad, how it can be used like as a map or checking your inventory while the, the game's on the, on the screen. But um, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of problems with that, and it already looks like they're doing that with the NX. I mean, at least they got it a, a different name, but like, are you already shooting it in the foot on its way out the door? Yeah. You're gonna trip it on the way out? Who knows? So many questions, Nintendo. So many questions. I mean, it's really sad because whenever I get these press releases now from, you know, e- indies or um, AAA, it hysterical like I'll see releases for the you know Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 PlayStation 4 Xbox one PC and then there's no Wii you mentioned like it's, it's I don't see anybody I see hardly anybody publishing for the Wii U and if they are it's like Skylanders and Disney infinity because that stuff uh, yeah, you know, appeals mean, to families yeah, and they really saw and please they're not picky I mean they got that shit on iOS <laughs> you know they're out yeah. to get it everywhere uh, they're milking that up as much as they can, but yeah, this is, I don't know, it's a cautious kind of thing right now. I mean, I mean, they're shooting their own stuff like in the foot, like Star Fox Zero. Where was the hype behind that? It was a sneak release. Yeah. Like when I heard it was out, I was like, oh my gosh, it's out already? I didn't even know I had a date. Yeah, there's, I actually saw like two people speedrunning it yesterday, so I mean, there is a little bit, of, at least there's some people playing it, so. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it just Nintendo, you're drunk. Go home. Seriously. Too much sake, Nintendo. Too oh much God. sake. Just put the bottle down. Just 
ball down. Well, sleep it off. You know, it's all conjecture at this point, but it it's is. just we. They're, they're move, it's just the moves are still baffling, but we'll see what, what happens at E3. We'll see if they have a Nintendo Direct. We'll see if, you know, what, I mean, I'm a huge lover of Zelda, you know, um, but even I'm just like, yeah, but Zelda's not going to save you. Yeah, I'm not going to buy a console just for that game, especially if it's coming out on a, on the Wii U. I'll just buy it on the Wii right? U. Right? Like, why... About you, you know, like how well has the new 3DS been supported? Like someone was asking about, you know, what is what requires the the new 3DS, and I think it's only like two or three games. Yeah, I know Xenoblade. Uh, there is. A... I think that Project Steam. No, because that was out no? on, on just normal uh, 3DS. There's there's at least two. Yeah, so I saw this on Twitter. There's there's two or three titles, but it's. I know Xenoblade Chronicles was one, yeah. and then I, I keep thinking Pokemon Tournament, but I don't think it's on the new 3DS. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Let's see. Games for new 3DS. See, if I type in new 3DS games, it just gives me like all these 3DS games. Games for new 3DS. Because another, again, brilliant naming Nintendo. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant naming scheme. So, yeah. Following the ways of Apple. It's almost <laughs> worse than Apple. So, like, so, yes, Xenoblade. Oh, come on. Now Google's locked up. Now, screw you, Google. Because I remember yeah. I saw this on Twitter because somebody asked, and then uh, there's either um, guy from Game Informer or it was guy from, guy from Ars Technica who, who answered. He said, he said Xenoblade Chronicles and, and one other. Let's see. Oh, well, maybe I'll find it. Yeah. And when this is over, I'm like, oh yeah, so it's that oh, yeah, and this. Oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that that one game. Yeah. yeah, because I thought uh, Final Fantasy Explorers was one, and I looked it up, and sure enough, no. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really utilizing it. Other, I mean, other than uh, the Super Nintendo emu uh, their emulator only works on the new 3DS. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's that. see. Uh, thank you, Wikipedia. So. Yay, Nintendo. Way to... I am so amped for the Nintendo... Because the DSi and, uh, also was serviced so well. Yeah. I'm, I'm hyped. I am so ready for a new Nintendo console. That I... Oh, um, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Oh. Well, that would be why I didn't buy that one. <sighs> Alright. Yeah. You know... We should talk about something that is hype. And that is the games that we've been playing. Because I don't know where else we can go with Nintendo other than just the just looks of why? disappointment. The, if we just give our most disappointed look. <laughs> our most disappointed look. <laughs> hey, but, you know, maybe the strategy guide for the new Zelda game will be awesome. Well, there's that. Yep. Maybe it will have... Uh, no, probably wouldn't even have the differences between... NX and Wii U versions. Oh, Nintendo. No. Nope. So, Carrie. Yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, well, like on the flight and stuff, I played a whole lot of, um, what's it called? Um, Final Fantasy and the Four Heroes of Light. Oh, and yeah. 
And then I got to what always happens to me in these games. I got bored, and I saw it was basically doing the same thing over and over and over and like. So I've gone back to Hyrule Warriors Legends, which actually has a lot of. Um, it's very different. Not very different, but it has a lot of little tweaks that are different from. Um, Isn't that the, another the game version. that requires the new 3DS? It does not. Oh. I think it runs better. Like, apparently, like, it runs better in the new 3DS. Like, people are complaining that there's a lot of hiccups and a lot of graphical problems with the old 3DS, but um, I'm playing it on the new 3DS because I, I saw that there was all these problems with it. Um, but, yeah, they've added in some new things to it that's really interesting, and I really like how you can, how they have, you're able to switch characters on the fly. So, because before, if you picked a certain character... Like for example, like in the second second level, you can play either as Link or Impa, and and it recommends that you play as Impa. But if you play as Impa, then you have to replay it again as Link because there's certain chests only Link can open. Well, this time you can just switch immediately. No, oh, nice. Yeah, and it, you can actually give orders to them. So it's like, okay, you go here. If they're about to die, just send them off somewhere else because you may not may not be able to get to them. So. A lot of little tweaks, and looks like they totally revamped adventure mode as well with adding, like, um, fairy farming, which can't wait to get into that, but I'm not going to get into the adventure mode until I finish uh, the legend mode because the adventure mode un unlocks after you do one level of legend mode, but the whole thing doesn't open until you do all legend mode, so there's kind of no point in even bothering with it. Yeah. So I've been doing that and uh, avoiding other reviews. And of course, there's like everything I played at PAX East, which I played like a whole bunch of indies. I did get my hand on Pyre, the new game from the creators of Bastion and Transistor, which is going to be completely different from either one of those. Um, let's see. I also got my hands on Star Ocean, Integrity and Faithlessness. Or is it Faithlessness and Integrity? I don't remember. Uh, I Am Setsuna. Um, oh, Total War Warhammer. Expeditions Viking, Kathy Rain, and I'm, I'm trying to go through all the indie games. Oh, I played Umbrella Corps. Sorry, Capcom, but don't bother. Uh, gosh, I played so many indies. Oh, this great music game, music um, indie game called Clang, where you are fighting against enemies who are shooting projectiles, and you can only hit the projectiles back them at the at on the beat of this music at a rave. And you have tuning forks in your hands. That's what you're using to, to bat them with. And the cool thing about it, that like I didn't find out until after it was till after my meeting was over, was that it was created by one person. Another game that's created by one person. Mm-hmm. People are getting crazy. And it does not look like it or play yeah. like it at all. Hey, the indie scene has been great for that. I mean, Axiom Verge, now this. Yeah, but this is like ten times more impressive than anything that Axiom Verge looks like and sounds like. So... Um, yeah, so that, that that was amazing. I'm trying to think, what else did I see? Oh, Hard Reset Redux, which I know is a, a remake of Hard Reset, which was a PC game back in 2011. Um, oh, I got to play Divinity Original Sin 2. So you, you didn't get to play... It's all running together. You, you didn't get to play Bulletstorm Remake? No. Damn, no I, Bullet was, Storm. I was really hoping for that. I only I know. know that because... I had to pull out Borderlands and Bulletstorm's just sitting down there looking at me like, hey, hey, remember me? Remember yeah, Bulletstorm's great fun and we'll remember, never have a sequel. Remember the dick tits that you really liked? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Oh, bullet storm. But you know, apparently Borderlands Three was announced. Yeah. At the the Gearbox panel. Yep, it was. Oh, I did get my first VR experience as well. Which you so. said you you enjoyed. Yeah. Yes wow. and no. I'm gonna ha I'm gonna be writing up a whole thing about it, because like I'm a, I'm now a believer of VR, really am. But I'm probably never buying it, and I'll explain why in a nice long I'm, post. I'm, yeah, I'm writing for Action Trip and ate a lot of food, drank a lot of beer, had good times with um, friends, and saw probably way too much stimulation for one weekend. <laughs> so glad I left Sunday morning. I don't oh. think I could have taken it. It was a brutal weekend if you were a FGC fan, too, because you had, uh, there was an invitational at PAX for Street Fighter V. You had uh, Showdown in Texas, or Texas Showdown, happening the same weekend. And then you had the Kumite, which uh, happens over in Europe someplace. Um, and that happened on Saturday. So it was like Friday and Saturday was PAX, but Friday also had Texas Showdown going on. Then all weekend you had Texas Showdown going on. And there were some crazy battles going on at Texas Showdown. Anybody that's interested in watching FTC, just uh, look up uh, Level Up Live on, uh, on Twitch, and you can catch some of those rematches. You can catch some of their VODs and get their, their rematches, because they were, it was insane, some of those battles, that, some of the fights that took place. It was, it was pretty good. So, yay. Just hands. <laughs> so. so PAX was a good time for you. Tax Pax was a good time. Oh, a game that you will like um, called Below. It's a survival game, but it's not. But it's not horror. It's. it's I think it's by the same people who did Don't Starve. Oh yeah. But it's an exploration survival game. So it's like you don't know anything. You don't know why you're here. You don't even know why you're having to go down. But that's part. Uh, that's that's part of the fun. <laughs> and um, oh, the other game you'll like is this game coming out. I think in 2017 called um, Seven, The Days Long Gone. It's because it's this huge, it's this massive like open world sandbox uh, RPG, it's isometric RPG, but it's um, it's also stealth based, but you can do whatever you want. Like you can talk your way through things or you can just kill everybody in sight. And I actually chose to kill everybody. Like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck stealing, I'll just kill this guard, you know? Carrie. <laughs> I tapped into my own Vlad, Vlad the Heartless. Like, anybody that gave me, like, this cross-eyed look, I just killed him. And the guy, like, I couldn't tell if he was, like, laughing at me or if he was horrified. <laughs> probably the only one that sat there and killed everyone. Yeah, probably. Probably looking at you like, there's this little itty-bitty blonde-haired chick just killing everybody without any sort of care. Oh, I had no fucks to give, man. <laughs> oh, good times. That it? That's what you played? All kinds of yeah, good stuff. That's all I can remember, can remember off the top of my head because there, there really was so much. But like, I have over twelve articles up on Action Trip about of every everything that that I saw. But crazy, crazy. Yeah. I'll see. What about you? Mine's pretty easy. Uh, more Axiom Verge. I'm pretty sure I'm getting close to being done with that game. Hmm. Uh, my first playthrough. It is as it is because it obviously is one of those games that has like a new game plus kind of mode. So, plus there's like speed running, which I know I won't do, but there's a deathless, which I'll probably never complete. But you know, there's like uncovering maps and all that. So, there's a couple of achievements I, I want, I'm trying to get. 
it's really disheartening though because I've been earning these achievements in the game and it never actually shows up. Like, there's no little ding, there's nothing. It's just like, oh yeah, you completed this. Oh, you completed this. I had to go into the trophy list just to see what I've actually had. That's how I actually- That's weird. Yeah, it never pops up, so. Maybe it doesn't, I've just never noticed it, but after, you know, 10 hours in the game now, you'd think well, I would notice an achievement popping up every once in a while. But, hey, whatever. Uh, beat Dark Souls 1, or Dark Souls 3, on my first playthrough yesterday. Uh, I'm, I happened to find a, a RNG thing last night, so I was testing it out today to see if, see if it worked. Uh, that worked. So I'm debating if I'm going to roll this next character because it's a spell character and work on the guide a little bit more or go into a new game plus and see where the guide falters in that place. I've only mm -hmm. seen like three mentions of new game plus oh. in the guide. And it happens to be on like when you're in the maps, it's where items spawn. So it tells you at least, you know, this is what happens in new game plus. But uh, yeah. Then I did a drunken run of destiny with my brothers. We did a raid. Actually they did the raid and I sat there and looked like a fool. And then, if you're on Twitch, we always talk about Twitch. At least I talk about Twitch. I love Twitch. Yeah, but, apparently. Uh, one of the guys that I watch a lot um, started a thing called Borderlands Two or Borderlands Week, and it's his way of building up other channels. It's really cool because he was a big. His start in Twitch was Borderlands, and he's done a lot of Borderlands. And this week, because as you may have seen, there was no division on my list and that was because of all the bugs and cheesers that are out there that are kind of ruining the high-end game yeah so, but most of those at least are mostly on the pc so and most of it's getting patched out now too so but uh anyway anyway so he's doing a borderlands week where he plays through all the borderlands stuff and then what he's doing is is uh anybody else that wants to join in on the borderlands week they play borderlands and then he kind of pimps their channels uh, and this is a guy who gets anywhere from 3,000 to 20,000 viewers on a, any given day. So he's actually, you know, come check out this person who has like five viewers on their channel. So then he's sending traffic back and forth. It's, it's a really nice thing. Well, it got me, like, I was like, oh, I have the Handsome Collection. I remember I bought that when it was on sale on Amazon. I promptly opened it up and then stuffed it in my CD case and called it a day. <laughs> so I'm actually playing through that. And then my brother... One of my brothers has the game too, and he just randomly showed up. So we've been kind of playing that together. So it's been a good time. So not a whole lot of newness stuff going on, but a lot of fun stuff. Dark Souls 3 is, now that I've beaten it the first time, done the guide thing, I'm actually, I jumped off of my uh, guide review profile and I'm actually playing it. Um, so now I can actually light bonfires and let people invade me and see how that goes. So it'll be good fun. Yay for, like, run number two out of probably what's going to be ten runs. But, anyway, I will have the strategy guide review probably next week. Okay, I got the two Nintendo, the new Nintendo 3DS games. Okay. You ready? Throw us you got back. it? Got it. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, she already said. And The Binding of Isaac Rebirth, which you what? can get other places. Why? Well, I, I don't I guess maybe for because it's a dual stick shooter, so you I don't the binding of Isaac doesn't take that much. And Rebirth is an old one. Now they got like Afterbirth or something like that that's coming up, so it says binding of Isaac Rebirth. Okay. Well, I can't whatever. believe this. And it's the eShop only game. Yeah. 
Way to go, Nintendo. Way to be. I can't get on them too much because I fucking have this stupid thing. But, you know, at least I have, you know, I can still play the Xenoblade Chronicles. Because I honestly thought that uh, Final Fantasy Explorers was going to be a new 3DS game. And then I bought it and it's just 3DS. What the hell, man? Oh, Nintendo. It's like the the DSi all over again. They're just killing it. And with this look of disappointment... Carrie, take us home. See, even my goat sad. See, he's sad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're not on the Nintendo. You're on PC, and I think on Xbox One. <laughs> I think it is on Xbox One. Oh, because everybody loves goats, yeah. except for Blake. He's the goat racist. <laughs> oh, Blake, we kind of love you, even with your goat racist ways. Oh, Blake. No, but if you want to read more about our not goat racism, yeah. You can follow Chris and I on Twitter. He is at Starvin. I'm at Crunchy Chocobo, and the site is at Strategy Reviews. Uh, of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We have unboxing videos, and, all, and of course, that's where our Strategy Guide reviews are. Um, Chris said he's actually going to have the Dark Souls 3 Strategy Guide review pretty soon. Um, so he already has his initial impressions up. I'm actually going to be publishing um, Blake's Far Cry Primal Strategy Guide review today. So we will have that up there. So you subscribe so you don't miss any of that. And then you can subscribe to us on iTunes and on Google Play Podcasts. We are we are there. And I think that's pretty much it. Uh, keep on reading the Strategy Guide Strategy Guide reviews. We got we actually do have Strategy Guide reviews on there. I swear. Yeah. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls 3 coming soon. I mean, yeah, I mean, we got Dark Souls 3. I mean, Uncharted 4 is coming. Doom is coming. May's going to be busy for us. So ready for Doom. I'm so psyched for Doom. 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 Gonna sing the Doom song. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and with that, as we've been doing all year, it would be totes metal if you would just not be a dick on the internet. Actually, just be our bay and just be really nice on the internet. So please, <laughs> if you're gonna be a dick on the internet, totes don't do it. And with that, we're out. Totes peace.